Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. This Get Mary podcast episode is brought to you by our favorites, Bean Ninjas. Why do we love them so much? <laughs> well, we have a business and we dislike doing <laughs> our bookkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just not numbers people. We're more like word people mm. and like feeling people. <laughs> not like we, you know, you know what I mean, guys. Like we like to talk about our feelings. Our strengths does not lie in doing the no. accounts and the numbers for our business. No. So we outsource the help to our favorites, Bean Ninjas. Basically, every single month they help us reconcile our accounts. This means they look at all of our expenditure for the business and then they input it into our online accounting system. We use Zero, and Bean Ninjas just makes it so easy easy because basically we upload the receipt and they do the rest for us you know what else i love about being ninjas what is they send us monthly reports for mm. our business yeah this is amazing because they'll be like this month you made not very much money <laughs> <laughs> wait this month was really successful <laughs> and then you can also look back on you know the previous months and you can yeah. compare things and you can see how far you've come or can see where they, you can progress I feel like you know when you are a small business you know usually it's just one two maybe three people involved at the start and you don't really have like that accounting numbers expert Mm. or maybe you do like we don't anyway you might not and it just is nice for someone who has that expertise to be like huh here's this this explains this Mm. this is how you look at this report yeah and so it feels like they're really part of the team yeah and so it's just a really nice feeling to know that you're organized for when the end of financial year comes and you know where your business is at so if you want to find out more about bean ninjas head over to beanninjas.com that's b-e-a-n-n-i-n-j-a-s and you'll find oh don't forget the dot com and you'll find everything Mm. you need yay let's get into today's episode Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merrymaker Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. Yay, we're back and it's episode 171. Cool. What are we talking about today? I actually love this topic. And you know, this topic has been with us from when we very first started the Merrymaker Sisters, this fear topic. But I think it's a topic that is, we're born with this topic, right? Yes. Because fear is a very natural human feeling. An mm-hmm. experience. I mean, it's either fear or love, really. And everything mm. falls under fear. Everything falls under love, like mm-hmm. the different feelings. I mean, not everything. Yeah. You know. I mean, you can, yeah, whenever you think of a feeling, for example, anger. Yeah. You can put that into the category fear, fear or love. Which one is it? Fear. fear. You can put in the ca- in the category 
compassion and where does that yeah. fall love love oh. mm, so nice <laughs> and so yeah it is in every moment to moment decision that we have the opportunity to choose fear over love yes and but today we want to talk about fear because i feel like you know a lot of the time there's a lot of talk about love like oh yeah we talk about love all the time and so it's really good to look at the shadow so it's good to look at like what does our fear mean and how come our fear can make us do certain things and not do certain things and I found it really interesting, Emma, when you said, oh, I read this quote and I think we should talk about it. What was the quote? Um, yeah, I've got to find it. I didn't oh, okay. write it down in my notebook. It is, the hero and the coward feel the same thing. No courage without feeling, oh, you read it out. <laughs> I just, I don't even know if that's written right. I should have rewritten it. The hero it. and the coward feel the same thing. There is no courage without the feeling of fear. And then it says pushing past fears. And so I think this was a um, a half quote. <laughs> oh, my so, God, you guys. <laughs> thanks, Emma, for that one. Anyway, this anyway, is, the, this I'm is gonna live like, and we do not edit the podcast. We shouldn't have said the quote. I should have just explained it. So, like, it was from a Tim Ferriss podcast and it was Susan <laughs> Cain. And she was talking about how, you know, someone told her that the hero and the coward feel the exact same thing, right? Like, they're still fearful of whatever they're yes. experiencing. So... Two different people feeling the same thing. It's fear, but they have this maybe journey ahead of them, mm. which is scary. Let's give an example. So hero, coward, you're about to go on stage. You're about to yes. speak in front of a thousand people. Yes. The two people, there's two. One is, we call them the hero, one is called the coward. And they're both feeling the exact yeah. same thing before they step onto the stage. The difference between the hero and the coward courage. is the hero chooses to step onto the and stage. And has the courage to step on and face the fears. Yes. And I mean, like, it's kind of mean because like, you know what, like, it's okay if you're a coward, like. It's not like you're a bad human because at times we all get scared mm. and like we have to retract and, and maybe it's not the time to push past the fears. But also, why not? Like, why can't we just be like, boom, we're going to do it. Even though every single thing in my body is saying, do not get on that stage. Mm. Like I'm sweating. I'm shaking. My, mm. my face is bright red. Mm. I've forgotten my speech. Oh, my God. Like they're all going to think I'm an idiot up there. Of course, <laughs> but no, they're not. That's just my head and mm. that's my fear talking. So instead, I'm going to take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. I'm going to connect to my heart, connect to myself, my intuition, feel some, I don't know, the smallest amount of courage and I'm going to step forward and then I'm going to deliver because what have I done before that moment? I've prepared. Mm. I've done the work and that's the thing like when you do the work it's like well it's just like fear talking and we can't listen to it. I don't think courage is a feeling. I think courage is an act. So I don't think you feel the courage to step onto the stage. You do the thing and yeah, then you're true. courageous. Yeah, so that's it's like true. you have courage because you did the thing. Yeah. So you don't really ever feel courageous until no. you've done the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. It's like so you it get that exhilaration yeah. of like so oh you're still fearful before you take yeah, the first that's step so true. and then as soon as you take the first step you're like I did it and yeah. then you get an adrenaline rush yeah. and you're like oh my gosh I'm here on the stage yeah. oh my gosh let's do this I'm pumped I'm excited maybe I'll stuff up that word but who cares I know anyway? right because no one knows what you're gonna say anyway and also everyone in that audience actually wants you to do the, your best like mm. no one wants you to fail no one enjoys watching someone fail on stage no. and like stumble or and in like, any situation no we all want to see someone well, I hope people want to see people do well <laughs> I'm pretty sure like mo especially <laughs> speaking on stage because this is like the biggest fear in the world mm. like pe this is like a bigger fear than death mm. is speaking on stage in front of people i guess because we do that more than dying 
Like you well, and I, I want. Yeah, I get So like you have to speak on stage. Maybe you're a speaker and you have to speak on stage more often. Maybe yeah. it's only in front of a small well, team. I think also maybe it's the whole like fear of judgment. Mm. Actually, is it even speaking on stage? Actually, the biggest fear is people's made up fears mm. of other people judging them. Yeah, when like, in actual whoa. fact we're just judging ourselves. I love that. Like that. whoever told me that or however we figured that out, I was like, damn. You're like, oh my gosh, I made it up. In my head, it's like, like I, I have the power. Didn't know that they were like, I just made up that I thought that they were thinking that about me. Oh yeah, they never actually said that to me. And even if they do think that, it, it doesn't <laughs> even matter because you know. I'll never actually know. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, that reminds me of another quote, which I'm actually going to pull up. And Carla, you're going to read out because, guys, you know I can't read very well because you keep telling yourself. That. I know, right? No, I can. I've been practicing. I read the tarot cards all the yeah, time. So good, out loud. Okay, this is an Oprah quote, and you guys know we love Oprah. The thing you fear most has no power. Your fear of it is what has the power. Facing the truth will set you free. And this is so, so, so amazing. So basically it's saying like all of our fears that we that we have can either be like we can choose to see them how we see them. And so we're choosing to see them like we're scared of them. And that's what the power is. Yeah. We're choosing to see it as scary. Yes. Like, so our friend Maddie, she she was so funny. We're like thinking about this quote, like as in like, oh yeah, like going out into the world and like doing something different and blah, blah. She used the analogy of a spider. Like she was like, yeah, like spiders. Like <laughs> it's actually really quite clever the way, like what she, how she explained it. So the spider, the tiny little spider on the wall actually has pretty little power over you yeah. like zero but like it's you could fear. just look at it and it wouldn't do anything to you but it's how you feel about the spider that creates the sweat that yeah. creates the oh my god there's a spider in the room and it's yeah. probably going to kill me when so it then bites me. and then she realized i just have to face the spider and then it's like oh the fear goes yeah i just the- have to like carefully release the spider out into the wilderness yeah and then the, the fear has <laughs> gone so funny but i like something i like <laughs> what to, did you think of with this well quote? because you know guys currently like getting through this breakup <laughs> and i thought about this you know my old i've talked about it in several episodes after my last breakup and it was my lie to myself that i wasn't lovable mm. like i wasn't gonna find love mm. and i realized like I looked at it like that, like that's a big fear. Like I'm not going to find someone mm. to fall in love with. I'm not going to find someone who's going to love me. Mm. Like that holds so much power and that controls how I feel right now, right? Mm. And it's like, hang on a minute, this fear is not true at all, Mm-mm. but it's making me feel close. It's making me feel yeah. sad. Yeah. It's making my energy lower. So therefore, like if I was to meet my future, amazing. yeah, my future lover, it's like he won't even notice me because my energy is so close. Mm. So I'm like, whoa, that holds massive power. And it's all made up in my head and it's holding this power over me. And it's like, why not face it and be truth? Because that's what it says. The, the truth. truth. And so this is where you go, okay, maybe say your fear out loud to someone. Mm. So imagine me coming up to you and being like, Carla, like I'm not going to find love. I'm so unlovable. Mm. Like something is wrong with me. And you just be like, ah. Uh, like, what is this crazy talk? Because obviously I am lovable and every human is lovable mm. in their own ways. Um, and it's like, 
boom, you have that conversation or you mm. have that, that journal, you write it to yourself and you realize, wow, this is so not true. Like mm. you write it you down, re-read you reread it, it and you're like, like huh? hang on a minute, who? this is not true. Yeah. And so the truth has set me free, right? So mm-hmm. the truth has told me, okay, like that relationship didn't work. Mm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I learned so much from it. And, you know, it showed me that I can love so Mm. big. And you always say that, like, it's just proof that look at what you can do. You can love that much. And now it's just like setting you up for the next great love Mm. in your life. But I'm not going to find that if I'm feeling sad and like depressed and low vibe and sorry for myself, Mm. right? Because your fear is like, you'll never find anybody again. And of course, that's going to make you feel sad. Yeah, it's so that's going to make you feel close. It's like, what a horrible thought. I know, and like, it's so not true. And if you think and think and think and think and think it over and over again, then actually it will become true. Well, the, thing, the thought becomes the, the reality. Yeah, because you act. You take the thing your, was once a thought. Yeah, your thoughts create your actions. So then my actions are going to be really close mm. and like I won't even go out looking yeah, for so love. You're, so <laughs> because you've already created that belief, yeah. your action will be in line with that belief even if you don't want it to be but yes. because you've thought it so often yes it's that's just how the brain and the body work yeah. like so, and that's why it's so important that we check in with our thoughts oh yeah check in like we got to every day it's like hang on is that true yeah or am I just making that up? Yeah, and also like reevaluate all the time because life changes, thoughts mm. change, um, circumstances change. Yeah. So it's like, you know, just because you have good thoughts like last year, maybe this year something happened mm-hmm. and it shift triggered something mm. and it's like, okay, reevaluate. Mm, what am I doing? Yeah, just because you felt enlightenment one moment mm. doesn't mean that oh, gosh, yeah. you are enlightened. <laughs> no, it doesn't like just stick around. Well, yeah. I don't like some maybe some the people, monks I think and there's stuff. like some perm- people who can have that permanent thing. Yeah. I know that Sam Harris was talking about this yeah. and the gradualization and things like oh that. God, I was very confused. confused. Um, but basically, yeah, it all came down to it's a practice. And Forever. the Wild Woman book, <laughs> The Woman Who Run With The Wolves, I'm up to this bit where she talks about that, like that everything is a practice. And she was talking about it with rage. Like you can't just expect yourself to let go of every part of the mm. rage that lives inside of you in one go. Yes. So you have to continue to let go of it. You have to continue yes. to let it go. And that's everything. Yeah. It's not just rage. It's everything. Like we have to continue to let it go, especially if we've been doing something for so long. Well, I mean, that's why it's taken us so very long to get through this negative body mm. image and self-esteem. And it's still a practice, yeah. right? And like, the thing is like it's so funny like because we say body image a lot. It wasn't just no, about, self-worth. Like, our bodies, it's self-worth. Like, yeah. it's, it was like our I'm intelligence. Not good it yeah. was our um, – our worthiness of being allowed, allowed in inverted commas to do something, yeah, that kind of thing, and we held ourselves back because we didn't give that to ourselves. We didn't believe that about ourselves. Yeah, and I think you know this is it's such a like now I'm reading this book on codependency, and I mean it's it's such an interesting topic. I tell you what, and when I understand it even more and read about it more, we'll do a whole episode on it. But like codependency is very much connected to self worth. Mm. Like you know. Uh, you need the approval of others before you do something, Mm. especially if you do something out of the ordinary, right? Mm. It's like you need to have the boxes checked from Mm. all the important people in your life. 
your partner, your parents, your friends. Like you couldn't possibly do something if they disagreed with mm. you, if it rose conflict. It's like, well, hang on a minute. If your heart is telling you to do something, if your soul is telling you, but even all your love people are like, no, 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 this is not good. This is the wrong way. It's like you have to dig deep and you have to just like – not worry about this disapproval from others and you know what like they'll get over it and And your feelings matter more your feelings yours you matter more than the other people and yes like it's not like you tread on them Mm. it's not about like putting them down it's just about listening to your heart first I think it's like you know we're we look at the situation, the context of what you just said yes yes. it's okay that you don't listen to them yeah in this situation it's okay that you just like don't go the way that they yes. say you should go. Yeah. That's fine. You know, it's different if they've said, excuse me, like, I don't want you to treat me like that. Yeah. And you keep treating me like yeah. that. Yeah, if you're being a meanie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't be mean. <laughs> so, like, it's different. <laughs> it's not like a, yeah. um, the same so situation true. every single time. No, you're so, right. So, the coward and the hero feel the same thing. I love this so much. but And it makes so much sense when you think about it. We all are scared. We're yes. all feeling like, oh my gosh, is this the right way? Yeah. Because news flash, we have no idea what we're doing. We've never lived this day before. So who knows what's going to happen today? Who knows how we're going to have to show up? Nobody. Actually, hmm. no one. Do you know what? I think it's like sometimes we got to look at fear a different way, don't we? Because we, okay, we don't feel fear when we do the same thing every day, when we know, when mm. we, you know, when we know what's going to happen, when yeah. we, we know. I'm going to see this person at this time. I'm going to get this coffee. Mm. I'm going to see them. I'm going to do this work. And then 10 a.m. is my uh, afternoon morning tea. Then I have lunch mm. and blah, blah, blah. So you live day in, day out the same, therefore no fear because you know exactly what's going to and happen. nothing is new. Yes. And then we get this spike of fear because, oh, like someone has asked me to, to step up mm. and I feel awful and afraid and disgusting and I, mm. I'm running away. I, can't, I could not possibly do this. How no, dare they add to my capacity? It's like, you know, yes, you know what? That, that person can do that. Yeah. I do not want to do it. But it's like, oh, my gosh, fear is an opportunity. Like yeah. fear is also linked to opportunity. Oh, I like because it. Because it's like something is putting me. In this uncomfortable yes. situation. And sometimes that is where the magic happens. Well, what don't they say that? Step out of your yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. That is where the magic, magic happens. The magic and it's zone. so true, but we can get so like just in that mundaneness. Oh my like, gosh. Ugh. Well, I know. I'm scared of that. That I'm more fearful of that. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like, where can we put new stuff in? Yeah, it's day? like, uh, it's being too it's boring. Like, oh, I haven't felt fear in a while. Yeah, we exactly. Need to, what can we do that's, that's going to bring that adrenaline? And I think it's really funny because, you know, a lot of people look at fear as like, you know, like facing like the high heights mm. and the bungee jumping. And like, yeah, like I'm really petrified of that. But to me. Probably not going to do that. No, but for me, like facing my fears is more like digging deep inside and looking at how I behave and realizing, oh, like this is not serving me at all. Mm. Like what, what, how can I uncover this shadow inside mm. me? Because I've been hiding it, right? Like, because I'm ashamed of it maybe. Like that to me, that is like facing your fears mm. because you like dig deep, face it, brighten it with truth, mm. bring it to say, the surface. Almost facing your fear is like being honest with yeah, yourself. Like that, like yeah, like that. Like what we talked about like yeah. two episodes ago. Yeah, like being so your best true. self is being your most truthful self. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was last episode. No, that was two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Last episode was fact rolls and crop tops and yes. barrels that was a great episode tune in if you haven't listened yet um that was very much about our fear about our yeah. bodies and 
yeah, I actually, that makes so much sense. Like it's being honest with yourself, allowing your truth to shine bright that we're scared of how we will be seen. We're scared of what might happen if I go this other way when I've been going this way for so long. Mm -hmm. We're scared of forging our own path because that path has weeds and thorns and it's never been tread on before. Mm. I should just go this way, the way that everyone else is going. Mm. Or maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, maybe you should go (laughs) the fear path. When we first started talking about fear or thinking about fear, and this is so long ago, I remember we had two different ways of looking at fear and we've probably covered them already. But we used to say, we didn't make this up, guys. We saw it on like a positive affirmation quote. Who knows where from? Fear equals false evidence Mm. appearing real. Mm -hmm. So the fear that we – like the thing that we're so scared of Mm. isn't real. Mm -mm. It hasn't happened yet. We made it up. And we always used to say, yeah, we're always so scared that something bad might happen. Mm. And this was such a big thing when we quit our jobs. Yeah. We were like – that is like the biggest thing that we did. And I can think back to that moment. And, yeah, we were so scared but we were also so excited. Yeah. the These two was, feelings, yeah, they're, the fear and the excitement, yeah. was it was like almost the same. It's just that yeah. we chose to feel excited instead of scared about yeah. it. We chose to feel, oh, my gosh, this feels totally weird. We're yeah. quitting our jobs. Um, What are we going to do? We have absolutely no idea. We could have either yeah, been excited or we could have either been really scared and well, petrified. And I think, you know, another funny thing about fear is that there's always another side to it. So, like, mm. with that same example, so, you know, f- that's scary. Quitting your job, you have, like, a great steady income, you have all the bills to pay and you're fine and then you quit and it's like, oh, crap, like, now we have to figure out how to mm. make money. We don't even know what we're doing. Like, mm. we weren't making money. So, yeah, there's a lot of fear involved. We didn't have a business. <laughs> yeah, there was no business. We had an ABN. <laughs> we had a business, right? <laughs> yeah. And But then there's another side because the other fear thing – that this was one of the main reasons why we quit was the idea of getting to 50, 55 and looking Mm. back and reflecting and being like, wow, we were in these jobs for most of our lives that we disliked. Mm. And how sad is that? And how scary is that? You know, we were like 24 and 21 or whatever, 24, 22. I know, right? So small. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, that was a bigger fear for me because, Mm. oh my gosh, like how scary. See, so like there's just, two sides, two just, fears. Yeah, and then also like, you know, the great thing is we can reflect on that moment and be really grateful for our naivety. Oh, for yeah. if we'd known what we were going to go through oh. and have to overcome, like that would have been even more scary yeah. because we would have known what was coming. So not knowing what is coming is actually a positive. So yeah. sometimes we think, I wish I knew what was going to happen yeah. tomorrow. Like, why don't I know the outcome of this? Yeah. Like, I want to know faster. Look at that also as a positive that you don't know. Yeah. So you're just navigating your way through yeah. this step by step. Yeah. And that is actually so much less stress, less like, ugh, because you don't know. Well, you're being more present as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so the other way we used to look at fear, and this this came after false evidence appearing real, was looking at fear as our compass. Yeah, so it's pointing you it's to pointing the way. in the way. And was it Joshua Rosenthal who told us mm, this? No, I think it's a million other oh, online I people. I thought maybe he told – you know that phone call that we had that one time? I feel like he said this. Maybe. And it makes so much sense. I think so often – 
we run away from the fear. Yeah. We retract. We're like, oh, this is scary. I should step. It's uncomfortable. Should, yeah, it's like, yuck, I hate this feeling. But if we turn it around and think, actually, maybe I should go that way. Maybe I should do the uncomfy thing because I've never done that before. And who knows what will happen? Maybe exactly. this is the moment. Well, I think, you know, like, so it's stepping out of our comfort zones. Like, and as I said before, it's leading us to opportunity mm. because we are putting ourselves in different environments. We're meeting different mm. people usually. Mm-hmm. We are, maybe we're facing this internal fear that's been holding power over us for our whole lives. Mm. Like what has that internal kind of like cage from our fear that's made up? Yeah, what has it created in our lives? Like what has it stopped? What has it put a big red stop sign? Mm. Like what opportunities has it said no to? Mm. And, you know, this could be like this This work might take like months. It might take years to get mm. through these fears. But imagine if you put that energy in, shift it, like imagine what potential lies beyond the fears. Mm. Like it just opens doors, is it, doesn't it? It opens so many doors. It's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, well, as soon as you well, – as soon as the no- if the knock happens, the call happens and you open and you follow – another door will come. Yeah. Well, That's just how it works. Yes, exactly. So it's like it's all really like everything, having the awareness, like mm. where are you putting these these bound, these like these cages? Where are you caging yourself? Yeah. And is it made up? Is it real? Yeah. And can you let go of this fear? Mm. And will life be better when you let go of this fear? And you know what Or else? work through it maybe. Yeah, and I think it's always really – good to think of best case scenario but it's also really good to think of worst case scenario in these situations like you know if you do go and do this big scary audacious thing and then something bad in inverted commas does happen or it doesn't turn out to your Mm. expectations like maybe you do quit your job and maybe the first endeavor doesn't take off and you're a little bit disappointed like what's really the worst that could happen? Because I know we've had we had mm. this conversation. We said, you know what? If this doesn't work, I'll go work in a cafe. Yeah. I'll go work in a bar and I'll be able to pay the mortgage exactly. and the bills. And that to me would have been so fun anyway. And it's like not even bad. <laughs> it's, bad. it's like, do you know what? Like the only way it would be bad is if you allow it by hurting your ego. Mm. Take your ego out. Mm. It's like, oh, well. It's like so. You, what like? Do what? you know what would probably happen? You'd work at the cafe, then you would meet someone yeah. who comes to the cafe every day. Then they'd be like, "Hey, like I love what you do. Mm. Hey, maybe I want to join you yeah. and be a co-founder or invest in you." Yeah. Like and that's then, probably what would have happened. And then you'll always look back and connect the dots and think, "Thank God that first one didn't work out because then I would never have got the cafe job, and then I would have never met that person, yeah. and then this wouldn't have never happened." So everything makes sense in the end. So that is a great belief as well. Well, Unwavering faith. Unwavering faith that everything is as it should be, even in the hard parts, even in the parts where you want to give up and this just isn't working and what am I doing? (laughs) W-T-A-F. Seriously. Seriously. But I think that and that surrender, isn't Mm. it? It's like, okay, maybe the whatever cosmic universe, Mm. whatever you want to believe like maybe there's a bigger picture maybe there's a there's a something else waiting written. yeah it's all waiting so maybe i just need to surrender to this thing that's gone wrong mm. in inverted commas like cuz maybe we shouldn't have had that expectation in the first place why did we have that yes. expectation in the first place so maybe it's like release surrender and wait be patient 
I think that's another thing when you are facing fears, especially if it comes to like your maybe a, a business or like, you know, like maybe you have this big goal, like when you want to get a promotion in business or work or whatever. And what other goals do people have? We talk a lot about like, you know, quitting your job and having a business. I would love to know like what are some – like because I'm very focused on I want to Well, create I would say health goals, health, like fitness yeah. goals and body goals. Like people like – and I think that's can be very positive and very negative. Mm. Like say you have like a 12-week challenge, like that's a goal and maybe it's like I want to lose weight and it's really unhealthy. I mean we've done it before. Mm. That's a goal. I would say families have like goals, you know, like to be loving. I don't know. <laughs> to like go on a holiday? Yeah, like maybe like money goals. I'm not sure. So this is interesting. Types of goals. Yeah. Well, I think like and where, like what are the scary moments in life? This is what I mean. So I guess like where do people feel fear? It's like in the workplace you feel fear I guess when you ask questions yeah like these tiny little moments where you even like I remember in meetings like I would feel afraid to ask a question because I would feel like they would think I was dumb yeah like I said something stupid I think we get fear of standing out Mm. like shining too bright is tall fear of talking to like strangers yeah like a networking event we should do a podcast on networking oh yeah that's great Emery's queen networker yeah we need to go to more networking events too though uh, I think fear, like what I said to do with your love life and relationships, mm-hmm. fear that your relationship will fail, mm. fear that you won't find someone. Fear, yeah, that you're not lovable. Fear that it'll end. Yeah. Like, yeah, fear that like this good thing that's going yeah. will end, which again, that, I mean, another episode, impermanence, yeah. presence. Uh, fear of failure in every single endeavor you do, like mm. fear of, fear of fa- failure. Fear of the ocean. Yeah, like then there's the physical fears too, yeah. like fears of sharks, fears of animals. Fear um, of heights. Yeah. This, I mean, everything can be scary, right? So there's everything the, can be scary. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. So the way we look at everything, we can choose to see so it as true. scary or not because yeah. my fear of heights isn't the same as your fear of no. heights. We see it in a different way. Your fear of the ocean is yeah. so different to my fear of the ocean. Yeah. And so it's not the thing that is the scary thing. No. It's how we think about it. It's how it. we relate to it. It's how we've grown up. It's yeah. how like past experiences so have um created this feeling so how funny it's cool to think about it like that like listing all of everything and it's like why do I feel that way about this and And how does it control our Mm. lives like I mean that that's the thing I used to be really afraid of sharks Mm. so to the point where you know I'd dip into the ocean and run out like I'd be in there for like a couple seconds under up yeah see ya and I mean like this fear was impacting my life because I was missing out on this magical thing called the ocean which is like holy moly the best thing on this earth oh my gosh isn't it like, just like so magical and so beautiful and i i'm, I'm not gonna lie i still get scared mm. but now back. i stay in the ocean and especially when there's like not too big crashy waves because sometimes that scares me too because i also respect the ocean in that wow that is powerful oh my gosh isn't and it? you just never know what could happen in that ocean so I am very mindful of that. And sometimes fear is a good thing because it makes us more, uh, I guess, like we notice the risks and we can think, okay, 
do I know how to swim in an ocean? Do I know how to get out mm. of a rip? Like, I don't actually even know if I can. Yeah. Should swim? I go into that big scary yeah. ocean when there's no life? Like, should I swim between the flags? Yes, yes, probably because I didn't grow up on the ocean. Should you swim between <laughs> the flags where someone can potentially save you? Yeah. Yes, always. So it's like, it's like fear can be also very useful mm. too, especially in situations like that. It's like, yeah, I'm not one to do all the adrenaline mm. stuff. But that doesn't make me a really scared person. I'm actually mm. a really brave person. Mm. Very. It's just in a different way yeah. that I'm brave. So I think that is – I was going to say something. That is interesting. That is interesting. That's it's my friend. But it's I think that was cool how you said that. Like list all the fears. Like literally like people have the wackiest out there fears. Mm. Like I'm, af- I'm afraid – to um of marshmallows yeah yeah people have weird fears of afraid these of like peanut things. butter sticking on the yeah. top of their mouths i'm afraid of- i love peanut butter yeah. <laughs> i don't like that feeling though i don't either and actually i don't eat much peanut butter anymore guys so sad <laughs> but anyway so it's like wow so everything has the potential to create that fear mm. feeling in a human mm. not not even looking personally like in a human so therefore if we look at our fears and unpack them and be like hmm do I need this fear? Mm. Can I work through this? How will my life change for the better? Yes. Oh. And then it's also remembering that like we need to distinguish what is our fear and what is our intuition. Mm. So again, like this is what we were saying, like maybe you go towards the fear because sometimes it's actually your intuition yeah. saying, go that way. Yeah. Like go on, go. But then sometimes it's actually fear and well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes, it, sometimes it's actually intuition telling you not to go yeah, that like, way. Uh-uh. So I think this is a really we've got to we've got to learn to tune in and then take action. This is the only way we'll strengthen our intuition. Try to listen as best as we can. Maybe you'll get it right. Maybe you'll get it wrong. In inverted commas, there's no right or wrong. Whatever you're going to learn either way. But then we get to realize, oh, cool, that feeling mm. was my intuition telling me not to go that way. Yeah. But that other feeling was telling me to go that way. And I'll give an example when, you know, we were traveling in Greece. Yeah. And it was at that time where there were all the Greek, the riots happening yeah. and there was a taxi strike. So we arrived in Athens. We had just landed. We got out of the airport. Everything is in Greek. There's nothing in English. And this was new because where we'd been before in Italy, like there was stuff in English. Yeah. And so we were so confused. We tried to get a taxi, absolutely no taxis. There was a taxi strike. Okay, let's get on the train. We don't know what way we're going. Mm. We're just going to look at a map. We don't even know which way is north or south. So we don't know which train to get onto. We see our hotel that we're staying at though and we're like, okay, we think we should go this way. We got on the train and we got on the right train, but we didn't know what stop to get off at. We were like, do you think it's this one? Oh, no, we got off on the stop. We got off on the stop. And so we got off on the stop. We walked out. We, you know, when you walk out of a train station, normally you come onto a path and there's left or there's right. It's up or it's down. And we're like thinking, which way should we go? We went left. And so we started to go left. We're like, we should ask someone. And so we asked this guy yeah. and we said, do you know where the intercontinental is? Blah, blah, blah. That's where we were staying. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going the right way up which yeah. was where we're going we went left i remember this so vividly and then me and emma started going left and i was like i think we're going the wrong way yeah. and emma was like me too so we literally turned ourselves yeah. around and walked the other way walk 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 maybe a kilometer and there's the intercontinental on the other side of the road 
oh, we have to cross a two-way highway, like two mm-hmm. streets going up that way, two streets going up that way. It's so busy. There's no traffic lights. Down the road, further down, we can see an underpass. Yeah. It was much closer than the way back to cross the line. Yeah, and that's like how you get to the other side. Yeah. Like that's obvious. So should we go into the underpass or should we cross the lines? Yeah. Because we were so tired. We had these big backpacks. We oh just wanted to get to the hotel. We wanted to get there as fast as we could. The underpass looked well, a little bit dark. Well, I mean, like, and you could say this is our intuition, but you could also say it's our brains as well because it's like, wow, two um, Australians yeah. in their early 20s probably shouldn't be walking yeah. under this dodgy underpass in Athens. Yeah. But, yeah, we walked along the path. We walked for so much longer than we crossed the road. And the first thing this guy says, because I, like, literally fell over in the foyer. And guys, as like, we arrived into we, the hotel. We, didn't, we were backpacking, but we had a great um, – we used to work at IHG Hotels, if you're familiar. We got great – Staff, staff rates. <laughs> so we literally travelled around Europe backpacking but in five stars. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. amazing. Very grateful for that. <laughs> but anyway, so life will never be the same because I of the five star right? You get used to that. It's bad. So then we got there and the first thing he says, oh, I hope you girls didn't go under that underpass. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, wow, like we were kind of proud of ourselves because, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe common sense and also our intuition. And like how the hell did we get here anyway? Anyway, like we had like no we, idea. So, you know, the last section was all common sense, not yeah. passing under the underpass. Yeah. But the trains hopping know, on, all getting of it, off, all of asking it. that human and turning around when he oh, said, no, you're going the weird. right way. It was weird. And – I just I can remember this moment so clearly. Like there were so many people. It was so busy. It was so dark. Yeah. And it was just like all a whirlwind. But I remember it. And I really do so believe hot. that we tuned into our intuition then. <laughs> yeah. And we were able to then find the way. And it was so scary. But also it was like an adventure. I, yeah, and I knew it was gonna be okay. It was scary, well, but so, you just know. I mean, our dad always says, Girls, it's gonna be okay. Like, you know, and we're having a moment where we're like, yeah. uh-oh, like where something bad has happened. But we this have to believe that, don't we? Like, because we could literally live in fear and all the time mm. and that, and, and, and it would hold the power over us. And the us. thing is when you live in fear and then you don't move, you're stuck. Yeah, because stagnant. You're like, yeah, I'm exactly. just going to stay here. Nothing can touch me. Yeah. I am untouchable. And because it's I'm like, not moving. But then what kind of life is mm. that? So it's like actually, no, we have to welcome the fear because – we actually do want to live mm. our lives. And you know what? Bad stuff happens. Risk happens. I mean, like, who knows mm. what could happen? And so it's time really to be grateful for the moments when we do feel the fear because these moments don't happen every no. day. And so when we do feel the fear, like we're doing something scary and big and, oh, my gosh, what if this doesn't work? Then maybe instead of being like giving it so much power with this fear feeling of like yuck I hate this feeling I wish it would go away maybe we just sit in it and we're just like wow we are doing something crazy and then maybe be and then if you need like that little extra spark look at it as but this will open up an opportunity so it's like ooh, like what could happen and you know what the opportunity could literally just be that you feel that sense of accomplishment Mm. or that sense of I did something I was scared of and then what could happen after that? Mm, who knows? Oh, it's so cool, guys. I love this topic If you so do much. anything, like if you like push past your fears this week Please or whatever, today, tomorrow, let us know. Next Tell month. us about it. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe we could all try and do something, like put ourselves in a situation where we'll fear the fear, feel the fear 
and then and maybe do we it do anyway. it and then maybe it's like oh wow maybe i should do that more often mm. yeah we would love 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 to know send us a photo on instagram stories we're loving all the ones that oh we're receiving gosh, at the so moment good. and all of the comments and the feedback it really does make our day and it makes us more inspired to keep on doing this podcast yeah. and sharing our stories <laughs> because yeah you guys are you're it you're the reason yeah. so thank you and I can't wait to hear about what you step into, your fears that you follow or what comes afterwards. Maybe you've had it already. And maybe yeah, you've had you a can tell us about like, it. Yeah, like I totally re- relate. This is what happened. And I mean, and that's the joy of this podcast that – you know, we are all the we are all the same, right? Mm. Like we all have these stories, which you know we're not exactly the same, but you can be like, oh yeah, I've experienced mm. that. I know what they're talking, and about. it makes us feel connected. And I think in this world of social media, where sometimes people go on and on and on about we're so disconnected, yeah, I get it, we are. But also, maybe it makes us more connected because we don't know you guys. Mm. But now you, we kind of do, yeah. and like when you message us, it makes us feel like we know you. Yeah, and I think you know. as we've talked about before, which we're going to talk about in another episode, everything has its light and dark. So if we're saying that social media and whatever online world is making us more disconnected, it's actually making us more connected. Yeah. It's just how we look at it. Yeah. So you choose how you use it. Yes. And that's with everything. Mm. So cool. Ah. Love you guys so, so, so much. We had so much fun. And we'll be back on your Waves, phone, ears, in your ears next week. (laughs) Bring it on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.